You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Oh, hello. And I'm very congested. Very congested, Sarah X. Dillon. And I am, too. I've still got a pretty good head cold going. But anyway, um, thanks so much for tuning in wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we appreciate it. We're live here five days a week, right out of Portland, Oregon, out of our studio here, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And um, we're starting off this show a little bit different. Normally, you know, we'll go right into what we're going to be talking about for the rest of the episode. And we Mm -hmm. are going to do a whole episode. Um, But... There is a reason, and you've probably noticed we haven't done a show the last couple of days. And, you know, we we like to use this show, and we hope people can use this show as like a distraction mm, from your problems. Yeah. You know, Come listen to us for an hour a day, talk about the stupid things that we've done or that we're talking about or whatever. You know, it's, it's fun for everybody, and we enjoy it so much, too. Um, the last couple of days, we... We just haven't been able to do it, and there's. I'll just tell you, just this isn't a this isn't a super fun story. Um, you know, I, the last episode on Monday, you heard us talking about Finnegan. Mm-hmm. Finnegan is uh, my roommate Chris's dog, um, who's lived at my house for two years. Um, he's a little Cairn Terrier that we love very, very, very much, and uh, Finnegan on Tuesday. Um, I wasn't home. Our, our other roommate, I've got two roommates. Uh, Ryan was home and Fiddy was in the backyard. He never runs. He never goes anywhere. He's, he's never left the property. He just doesn't do that. He's just a little happy, dumb guy is pretty much what he is. Mm-hmm. And uh, somehow he got out and we don't know how. Um, we can't really figure it out. I don't know if someone removed him from the backyard. Um, yeah, there's that's, that's speculation. Been, that that is a speculation. Um, um, I guess they're expensive dogs. This is a bad. This is a bad story. By it's the a, way, it's not a happy this is story. Not, this does not end well. And I, I'm sorry we're we're but saying we ha- like this, but we, we just, just we have to let you know. Him. And and anyway, uh, I'll I'll sum it up. He he ended up a couple of blocks away. He was hit by a car. Um, he fought for about a day, and that's why. Yes, you know. I won't even go into all the details, but anyway, it's the ups and downs that go with that of thinking maybe it's going to work. Maybe he'll pull through. And and he didn't. He didn't pull through. So that's what we found out yesterday right before we were going to do the show. And so, it's you know, there's just no way we could go on. I mean, uh, you know, uh, I'll be honest there, and I've been pretty devastated. I'm it's, heartbroken. You know, I'm, I'm, it's it's tough, and it sucks. And I know other people go through this stuff, and there's other things that go on, and in life, but I mean, this was just our little guy. He was our little buddy. Everyone has know? their things, yeah, that are important to them, and this little fuzzy idiot was the world to us. Yeah. Um, I mean, even though, I, and we can't even get into how yeah, we awful Chris to... is doing. It's just, you know, that's his little buddy, but I mean, like, you know, for two years we've been hanging out with that little guy. He came to Thanksgiving with me, you know? Yeah. Like he's just, he sits He's with part Greg of family. Every day. He's been a part of our Every day when I wake up and every morning when I get home, yeah. you know, he's right there. He's always there when I come home, which was always awesome, no matter how tough a day I had the little little buddy there. Um, but sometimes you just, well, dogs, you know, you've heard Greg and I talk about dogs. We we love animals and yeah. dogs are such magical creatures and they're such a gift anyway, for the most part. Like we're so lucky to, to get them when we do. And yeah. um, I guess that was enough yeah again time yeah i guess so didn't didn't want it to be that short but yeah so so that's what's been going on and that's why we haven't been here and um you know and and we wanted to start off today's show just just explaining to you we tried to do a show yesterday we tried and we couldn't yeah yeah it just wasn't gonna happen um but we're back and we're here and you know this is part of what we do this show five days a week and sometimes you know we we do have things that go on in our lives that we we don't bring here to the show because it's like, you know, we don't need to put that on other people. We're here to have fun and be your happy escape. And sometimes, and we love our job. We love doing that. Sometimes it's just hard though. And you just can't do it. And, uh, and that's, that's what's happened. And so we appreciate all of your patience and understanding on that. And, you know, just, yeah, cause we also want to be, we want, know? yeah, we want to be not fake to you. Like yeah. it's not going to, we can't come in and, Pretend that we're not devastated by this, the, the the sudden horrible thing that happened. Yeah, we can't pretend because we we owe that much to you as well. We can't. We're not going to sit here and lie to you. Yeah, we we just appreciate everybody who listens to the show over the years, you know, and allows us to keep doing this. And and sometimes you know we just have to break that wall of 
of pretending, you know, like things are fine and, and just, and just be honest and just be honest with you. That's how much we, we do appreciate <sighs> and respect and yes. love you guys that listen to our show. We do. So that being said, we just so want to there. let you know that's. We get that out of the way. So, that, I know so, the, so the accident happened Tuesday. He passed away yesterday. So it's been just like a, yeah. a two days full of shit. You know, and then Up, today down, is the first day. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so. But today, you know, we're here. We we do have. Uh, there's no easy transition I know. from this. You well, know. I just wanted. To, uh, yeah. I mean, and I know you were saying that a lot of people go through different things too, but nobody knows, you know, how important something is to someone else. So I mean. Yeah. Just if anyone could please refrain from the he's just a dog thing. Yeah. And we could say that I would be very appreciative of and, that. And uh, no jokes about it. Let's just no. not joke about it. No. Um, I don't think anyone would joke about it. Well, I think there was some misunderstanding. Yeah. 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 It's it's good. Um, but anyway, we'll leave it there. And uh, and thank you. <laughs> thank you. I don't know how I'm supposed to talk when I'm always on the precipice of bursting into tears. I know. That's been know. the fun thing. Yeah. Like, seriously, I my eyes are so puffy. Like, I'm just, like, little, it's, you know, like, with grief, it's little things that, like, you'll think about or something that doesn't even seem to be similar to, you know, the, yeah. the person or the thing that you're missing. And and it just reminds you, and then you just start crying in the middle of the, of the supermarket, you oh, know? Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, I know. It's, it, it is. You just start thinking, of, you write random things that yeah. come up. But, yeah, I mean, it was. I will say, though, he was the most loved little dog. Like half oh, yeah. of the like I even went to Hawaii when I since I got this phone, and I have more pictures of Finnegan on my phone than oh, I no. do of no. It's my entire <laughs> gallery else. on my phone is just full of pictures of him. I didn't even realize I took that many of him. I didn't either. I, went, I didn't. I mean, I was I, constantly my Instagram pictures. page is probably a third Finnegan. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I I, t- I took a lot of pictures of him. <laughs> pretty too. photogenic little little bastard. Yeah, he was. Uh, I mean, that's, I mean, yeah, it's. I'm glad, but the the short life that he had. I mean, Chris was so good to him, and he was so loved. Yeah, and that's I feel. And the doctors were so good with him. Yeah the the veterinary clinics because um, we we actually took him to one of them because Chris was at work, so we we helped out with that. Um, I do want to give a shout out to I, I just do it to the to the guy. So when. We didn't know uh, he had been hit. Don't give the details, though. I'm not going to give the details. Okay. No, no, no. I'm not yeah, going to give yeah. the details. Um, but so we, my roommate actually called, and he's like, he's not in the backyard. So Sarah and I both came back, uh, went over to my house, and we're helping look, thinking, not knowing what's going on. And that's when a neighbor came over and said that he had found him, he'd been hit, and he had taken him to an animal hospital. And so I just want to give a shout to that guy for doing that. That, that was that Edward. was. The, yeah, his name's Edward. He lives Above in my neighborhood. I, d- I didn't know him before this, um, but he saw, uh, you know, what he saw the problem. You know, dog had been hit, and and he immediately, not knowing who this dog was or who anybody who the owner was or anything like that, got him to an animal hospital just because doing the right thing out of the kindness of his heart. Yeah, and that's that's cool. You know, that's because it's the things, and it's like that Mister Rogers quote, where it's just like every time you see something bad, look for the people that are helping, because it's really easy to focus on the asshole that hit him. Yeah, but you could focus on that, or you could focus on the kind person who took time out of his schedule to pick Finn up and bring him to a hospital to try and save his life. Like yeah. those are the people that deserve recognition, not the pieces of shit that. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. But there's a special place in hell for people like that. Well. Yeah, I mean that's all. I just that's all I accidents are accidents. It's when you leave. This is not an accident. Yeah. Well, I, I mean it is an accident, but when you leave, when that's you not leave, an, you're not doing that accidentally. Try to solve your the problem that's happened. Yeah, then no. you're that's a terrible person. But the we're helper, not going to talk about but that. But Edward, though. yes, was wonderful. Edward. Yes, Edward. So, uh, thank you to Edward. <sighs> all right, let's let's just go on to. Hey, Greg. Else. Yes, I found this crazy BuzzFeed list. No, tell me about, about this, the, Sarah. About the weirdest superstitions from around the world. All right, well, All here's right, the thing. Let me just say, no. can I say, what? yesterday, so Greg and I, um, we met up, you know, and we were upset all day, and we walked down to a local bar, and we were just having some uh, whiskey and, you know, intermittently crying at the bar, because, you know, everyone loves the people I who... I cried were, at a bar. I cried yeah. at a bar, too. Yeah. Um, but I was looking, so, like, between... It's like that delirium where you're, like, so upset that you just don't really know how to communicate anymore, and I was telling Greg, because I found this list yesterday, I'm like, we could talk about superstitions on the show tomorrow, Greg. <laughs> so, actually, I saved this list so we could try and find something 
Yeah. Pseudo interesting to talk about. Well, no, I think it's interesting. <laughs> I think so too. All right. Well, let's 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 go through the superstition list, Sarah. Oh, Greg, clunkiest boy. outro, weirdest show of what all time. What are you supposed to? You can't. I know do there is no. It's like our. By the way, speaking of yeah, yeah. No, there's no. no our beloved there's no transition. Was, yeah, is gone. Let's let's clunkily go to this. Hey, Greg, the first one I found this fascinating. Okay, so now what is this? It's superstitions. So it's superstitions from, around the world. from it's the weirdest superstitions from around the world. And I know this is like a uh, what do they call them? Like listicles or whatever. When people are like, oh, it's a listicle. Like they make fun of the you know like who, these who are the does best this? Snobby people. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't they're know. Just like I'm well read. I don't like these lists. What, they don't. They don't like lists. Yeah, like is this is like you know. Was well, it just clickbait? A, or you mean clickbait or? Not clickbait, but like people like, you know, here are the 17, you know, pictures that'll make you go, oh my God. Well, no, that's clickbait. Is that? Yeah. Number 10 will shock you. (laughs) I didn't see number seven coming. Yeah. (laughs) I can't believe what they did in number 11. Yeah. (laughs) And then people click on it. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, I clicked on this. So is this clickbait? Is it's 27 of the weirdest superstitions around the world? And I found it kind of interesting. Yeah. It's clickbait, but it doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the validity to these, but you know what? We're just treading water here. All right. Well, here, no, 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 All right. see. Uh, Greg, did you know that in Poland that they say a pregnant woman shouldn't stare at the fire for too long or her baby's going to come out ginger? Which is kind of- <laughs> Wait, her baby's going to come out ginger? Wait, so ginger's the worst possible That's thing what I was gonna you could say. ever like, be? That is the cruelest thing. <laughs> like Anyone who is a ginger would be like, what? oh, God, anything but a ginger. Oh, the horrors. <laughs> so that's- so if she stares at a fire? For, in Poland, they say if a pregnant woman, a pregnant woman should not- should not stare at a fire. Okay. For too long, or her baby will be a ginger. Oh wow! They really hate hate That's gingers. Just mean, I know. I have I have plenty of ginger friends. They're very nice people. Yeah, you can't trust them though. I mean, oh, I know, right? You know, really. They smell kind of weird. Yeah. 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 Um, so in Albania. Uh, there's a thing. So I was actually, so after this list, I'm like, I was just trying to distract myself. So I was looking some of these up and they do seem to have some legitimacy, albeit like, you know, people believing in these random things. So in Albania, it's believed that if a broom touches your feet while you or someone else is sweeping, your significant other will die. <laughs> will die? Yeah, we'll, go straight we'll, to we'll death. will just fucking die. <laughs> if your foot touches a broom. If you're sweeping and the broom touches your feet or if somebody else is sweeping and the broom touches and the broom touches your feet, dude. That happens all the time. You're, st- I mean, you're sweeping. Uh-oh. Of course, you hit your, hit your foot every now and then. How do you sweep? It's not that complicated. Well, I'm just saying, if you're sweeping around stuff, I mean, I don't know. I don't pay attention that the broom doesn't hit my foot. Sure, I don't see how a foot. broom would hit your foot. Yeah, well, if you're getting into a, like a tight little corner there and you're sweeping around it, <laughs> oh yeah, it totally hits your, hits your feet. Okay. If you're doing it right, if you're getting down there, you know. Piece by piece. If you're just like, if you're doing it right, is sweeping is just like a, a back and forth well, motion. Well, there's techniques to it. There's techniques to the sweeping. I mean, you can either do the general like, "Ooh, I drug it along the ground. Look at me, I sweeped up." Or if you really get down there and you really get every corner, then you got to get in. You know, it's smaller I don't think you're sweeps. Sweeping right, you're not, you get no, down there in the sweeps. nitty gritty. Yeah, you do smaller sweeps in tighter corners, and then you're a little bit closer to your foot. Oh, but anyway, so that's killing people every yeah, time. Yeah, so that's killing okay. lots of people. All right. Uh, hey, this is the segment's going really well. In Peru, many people believe that if a woman cooks while she's on her period, the food will spoil. If a woman cooks while she's on her period, yes, the food the will food spoil. will spoil. She's a dirty, bleeding I mean, it's all going to spoil anyway at some point, but yeah. like spoil instantly. Spoil instantly from the dirty woman with the thing that she can't control. Yes. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, this one I actually knew about because uh, when I was growing up, you, uh, since my mom is a Spanish teacher, which, of course, makes me half Spanish teacher, um, we practice a lot of, um, like, Spanish traditions, like the Three Kings Day. Uh, they don't, you know, they don't have Santa Claus, but they have the Three Kings, and you leave out your shoes. No, wait. They, they have Santa Claus, don't they? I don't think Spain so. Spain has Santa Claus. Well, the, in the, like, older traditions, like, there are the Three Kings instead of Santa Claus. The three kings come. Are you, wait, you're saying there's no Santa Claus in Spain? Well, I'm not. I, my I, mind is really not working right now, so I don't know if there's no Santa Claus in Spain. They have no Santa Claus. Santa in Spain. Sure they do. Santa, well, Santa Claus he is not important. Oh. Yeah, they have the three kings. So what you do is you leave out your okay. shoes. Okay, here's what it's saying in this. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is my... Uh, my Googled article here. Uh, while Santa Claus is known in Spain, he is not as important. In fact, in some places, children are told if they are bad, Santa Claus will come and take them away. Oh, God. Wow. It's got to mess with Spanish kids when they come 
to like the U.S. or or somewhere else where Santa Claus oh, is huge. Oh, I bet. No, so the three, there's just giant monsters everywhere. So it's the three kings, but um, yeah, so you leave out your shoes, and then the three kings come, and uh, instead of leaving out like cookies and milk for Santa, you leave out, uh, oh, what was it, like water? I think, when I was growing up, I, I can't really remember, I think it was like water and crackers or something for the for the camels that they would come. Leave yeah, them crackers? Yeah, or something. Some, okay. Or some sort of vegetation, maybe. But you'd leave out that for um, the three kings, because instead of you know leaving out milk and cookies uh-huh. for Santa, you're leaving out stuff for... Um, stuff for camels. For the camels, yes. Okay. But anyway, so the other thing that they do, and this is the superstition, is... Uh, with this grape thing, which we used to do growing up when you know when I was a kid and we'd still celebrate with the family. Uh, so in Spain, there's a tradition on New Year's where you have to eat 12 grapes in 12 seconds before midnight. Have you ever heard of this? What? Yeah. And so we wouldn't do it 12 seconds before midnight. We'd do it with because we had a grandfather clock. And on each bong, you'd have to eat a grape. And you have to eat all 12 of them. Wait, I'm just confused about this. Yeah. You have to eat 12 grapes? If you, you have to eat 12 Why? grapes in under 12 seconds because if you don't eat them in under 12 seconds, uh, you're going to have a year full of bad luck. 12 in 12 seconds? That's a lot of grapes. I mean, it's you like, just shove them all in your mouth, I assume. You can't you chew them all. you don't choke, yeah. You can't chew them all in that time. No, but you have to get them all in you there. You just have to shove 12 grapes in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. We should try that on the show. <laughs> Let's do that. That sounds like a great idea. Um, no, we used to do that. That was uh, that was our tradition. Why is that? I don't. Why is everything? What if why you don't you, have grapes? Why is your significant other going to die if someone? It's a superstition for a reason. That's what. Yeah, but I mean, it's got an origin of some kind. Do they go into the origin of it? Twelve grapes. You should. Oh yeah, that. it comes right up. Twelve grapes in Spain. Mm-hmm. Dude, Spanish people are weird. Okay, rare is the Spaniard who will risk poisoning their fate for the coming year by skipping the grapes. One yeah. for each stroke of midnight. Yeah, so Weird. That, cause I, yeah, because this one says before midnight, but I remember when the clock starts ringing, you go one, two, three, four. On New Year's Eve. The, oh, the, so they symbolize the 12 lucky months ahead. So if you miss one, then you're going to have a bad month somewhere in there, I guess. Oh, I must have missed February. <laughs> um, huh. All right. Oh, it's also a macho contest to see who. Uh, I could who see can you do it. doing right. it as a macho contest, but getting like the giant grapes. Like I could eat twelve grapes. I would just stuff them in. I mean, I've got I've got cheeks. I can stuff them into my cheeks. I would just be like a chipmunk. <laughs> well, chipmunk you're all with over there, right? No, now. I mean, you've got some cheeks. I mean, I, I can fill them up Greg's pretty good. Pulling out his cheeks right now. I'm just saying. I, I think that's your face that you just did. Kind of looks like uh, the Joker in Batman after he covered his. Um, Face with like you know the peach makeup. Yeah, what do you mean? When he's all stretched out. Oh, you mean in the the newer Batman? No, in the old Batman, oh. in the old movie with uh, Jack Nicholson, uh-huh. where he puts on the makeup to try and oh, look like yeah. his normal face, but it's all stretched out. Uh-huh. So that's exactly what you look. What? Like. That's what I look like. I look when like you a... pulled out your cheeks. I'm saying I could stuff some grapes in those cheeks. That's okay. all I'm saying. You're saying those, you got some real mean grape holders yeah. going on over there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's see in Lebanon. Uh, you can't hand someone a salt shaker unless you set it down first. And you can't change the bed sheets or sweep the floor until at least three days after a house guest has left. Why? You got to sit there with dirty sheets for three days after somebody's already gone? Screw that. And you have to pass a salt shaker. See, I never heard about the pet setting the salt shaker down, but you have to pass uh, always pass the salt and the pepper together. What? Yeah, you always, you never pass, if someone asks you. Do you, you do that? Yeah. You always pass it together. Well, when I was, okay, so when I was in college, this comes as a surprise to people sometimes, but I was in a sorority. Yes. And we had, um, and when you live in a sorority, you have uh, like house mothers. And basically they're like an older uh-huh. person, usually single, who will just like live in the house and kind of make sure you don't burn the place down. Yeah, no, we have when, because I was in a fraternity, we had a house mother. Oh, I forgot that yeah. you do too. Barb. Yeah, she was, she was down there. I don't know what, well... I got yelled at a few times by her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you get called into Barb's, basically she had an apartment because the fraternity was so a did, giant house and she had her own pretty snazzy apartment. So did Miss, yep, so did, ours was Miss Neat. Miss Neat, that uh-huh. was her name? And she was Scottish. She's what? still You had a Scottish house mother? She's still there. She's still the house mother at the- um, So she's just been getting free room and board for- Yeah, and she used to- and, Like, know, what do they do? I mean, I remember ours basically- She doesn't do anything except for just kind of walk around the house and look haughty. Yeah, Barb- like, She was very nice, but I don't really know what Barb she did. Barb just watched TV. I don't know what she did. That's, and then she'd yell at us did. if I did something wrong. If you got called into Barb's 
down to oh, talk yeah. to Barb, and that happened to me a couple of times. I got called into Miss Neat's room. Yeah. Yeah, it was not good. No. And you could tell also because, like, like... What were you doing out at the basketball court at two in the morning yelling, you're going to get in trouble with the police? I'm like, eh. Mm. All right. Sorry, Barb. No, she'd also um, like think that she'd get away with it, but you could totally smell it because her uh, room was off to the side of the foyer. And she would totally smoke in her room. <laughs> and it totally smelled, you know, like old people. Like old people smoke smells a little different. It was like, you know, like. Yeah. It's that mixture of old people and smoke. Yeah, old people and smoke. It smells like, I don't know what you would think, like old golds or something smell like. But it would uh-huh. she always smell like that. And she was always like very prim and proper, petite woman. Very well, like she had, you know, nice sweaters, beautiful jewelry, perfect hair, but she would sit in there and just chain smoke. But anyway, so Miss Neat, I shit you not, we had to, um, they, they stuck really well, by the way. For those we had playing to take, at home drink, Sarah just said, I shit you not. <laughs> um, I shit you not. We had to have refinement classes where we would have oh, to, yeah. where she would sit and teach us to be like ladies. Uh-huh. Like granted, I'm well, a college like age your, woman. Cross your this, legs and all that stuff. Or? Yes. And one of the things that she said was, is a travesty is even if someone... Asks for the pepper, like you always have to pass the pepper and the salt together, even if they only ask for one of them. What, what if you don't want? I usually don't put salt on things. It's just, I just the want thing. The pepper. It's, it's very. I don't need the salt. It's the classy thing to do. Yeah, but I. Huh. You pass them both together. That's strange. Yeah, that's. A, I don't remember she, that. I had to take a lot of those classes too, like all the dining and some of them. There was some value in that, learning how to like properly set a table, and then you know how proper manners for like a very formal dinner. And that I've never used since then, now that I think about it. So maybe it wasn't that valuable. Hey, uh, it really, but, it prepped me for my cater waiter job. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, at, uh, we, had to, we had to take a bunch of those kind of, of classes. But it wasn't Barb that taught him, though. I don't know what she did. And come to think of it, I have no I idea. I don't actually know what Miss Neat did, but she's still doing it. Other I saw than a yelling picture. us time, and, you know, every now and then. Yeah, she just hung out in yeah. there and watched TV. And then her daughter was always come over and watch TV with her. That was about it. That's all they did. I mean, they probably like... There's pro- maybe they pay the bills. They pay the bills and get the gardener. No, I wouldn't even think they pay the bills. I think that we had the treasurer to do the bills. Yeah, that's there's somebody else that handles I all really that I really don't know what they do. I think it's just to have an adult on the premises. Maybe it's like a legal thing? Maybe a legal thing? No, it can't because, I mean, technically you're all adults. I mean, yeah, you're the only 18. time... I mean, she couldn't really dole out punishments. Like, I remember I got in trouble when the um, I got into a fight with a girl... In my sorority, and uh, and we were screaming at each other outside, and then the cops were called, and we had to go hide. And then uh, wait, you you were screaming at mm-hmm, another girl mm-hmm. over what? A guy? Yeah, she was making out with this guy that I liked. <laughs> After she knew that I liked him, she was kind of the she's kind of the campus bicycle though. Oh, okay. So All um, right. still holding a little grudge there. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> even though I can't even remember the name of the guy, let alone even his face. <laughs> um. But yeah, that was the one time that I got in trouble with Miss Neat because the cops came because we were having um, like a party with this fraternity. So clearly they knew what sorority we were in. Mm-hmm. And so they went looking for us because, uh, I don't know, someone had said that like I had beaten the other girl up and they oh, wanted to find wow. her to see, which I didn't. Did I you think. hit her? I don't think so. I don't remember. Wow. Um, yeah, but that was the one time I had to go into Miss Neat and she was like, I'm very disappointed, in her like, scary Scottish accent, uh-huh. I'm very disappointed in you, Sarah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But then she can't do anything, so I don't know, she was just there to shame me. Yeah. Because it's not like she doled out punishments or anything. I don't know, maybe kids need a little bit of shaming every now and then. I guess. It didn't really work with me, I'll be honest. I just learned not to do anything where she could hear me. That's all it did. I just, I just learned my lesson like, oh, that's where her bedroom window is. Okay, don't be loud right there. Other than that, yeah, I'm fine. God, Barb. Let's go to the other side. Yeah. Always getting her. I didn't stay in fraternity too long. It was. Yeah. It was a year. Yeah, I think that's all I did. They really motivated me two to years. study abroad. No, I did two years. Mm-hmm. Year and year and two terms or something. Um, in Russia, if you whistle indoors, uh, you sh- well, you're told not to whistle indoors because supposedly you can summon the devil. Wait, if you whistle indoors, if you whistle indoors. That's what Let me Russians you, believe. Do you have any? No like, wonder they're so pissed off. Do you have any superstitions that you? That you like, uh, abide by. I have, I have one. I well, I have a lot, but I have a couple that I do. I mean, I can say this: growing up, I was horrified of the um, step on a crack, break your mother's back thing. I can't even remember. How, I think that's how it goes, right? You step on a crack, that's you such break your mother's back. Such an old people one. Yes. Well, when I was growing up, I I adhered to that religiously. So I remember being. I think I was about eight years old because I was at MES at the time. So yeah, I must have been third grade, and. I was walking down like the breezeway that they had there 
and I accidentally stepped. I still remember stepping onto the crack and being <gasps> horrified because somebody, somebody, I, I wasn't paying attention, in the, and so whatever it is, I didn't look at the crack and I stepped on it. And I remember that day just being horrified of what was going to happen to my mom because of my careless not paying attention to the cracks, my careless step. It's like Catholic guilt, man. Like oh. they get it in you really young and then you think that like everything you do is No, Catholic guilt go sticks with you wrong. for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. yeah. You assume you're just a horrible, horrible person mm-hmm. and you should always be sorry for everything that you've done mm-hmm. and that you're you're yeah, basically you're going to hell every day of your life. Um, that's that's what growing up Catholic is like. But yeah, they, they this one worked because, man, I was so upset that I had done something to my mom by stepping on this crack. Did you run home, Mom? Are you okay? No, I no, I was seeing if I could get away with it. Like I thought, I felt like I'd done something wrong. Oh, Greg, you were trying to paralyze your mother. No, no, you horrible. Not trying to get away man. with it. It's like I knew I did something horribly wrong, you know, because I stepped on this crack. And I should feel awful about that. Mm-hmm. So I've just made myself feel like the worst and I didn't tell anybody. I was like, should I tell someone? No, I can't tell anybody. Maybe maybe I'll get away with it. Like get away with it from who I don't know. Get away with I, it. I like, don't know. Not crippling your mother. Yeah. Somehow if I didn't wow, talk about Greg. it, maybe maybe this they let this one slide. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. I do the salt thing. Well, I mean, and we all know my OC, like we talked about my OCD. I have a lot of OCD things, but the superstition one is definitely the salt. Like I always, even uh, whenever I pour salt, I always throw a little bit over my shoulder. That's just wasting salt. I know. I, I can't not do it though. But that isn't even so. I it's was also looking, making a mess. It's not making a mess. Well, you're throwing salt on the ground. Well, in southern Italy, it's believed that when you leave for a trip or you're studying for a big exam or anything deemed risky or difficult, that you should have an elder, <laughs> a southern Italian elder, throw a pinch of salt in your shoes and your pockets or on the top of your head. And that protects really? you and gives you luck. Protects you on your travels? Yeah. Huh. Or on your travels or, or if you're studying for an exam or anything that's deemed risky or difficult. See, now since it's Italian, you think it's cool because... So you think there's, you, some, think there's an old guy that just gets paid to do that? Just but, like sprinkle salt on things? Like, oh, I'm getting ready. We've got a big test. Got to go down and see the old guy. He just sits there on the corner and people give him like five bucks and he throws salt on you? I don't know. That's a pretty sweet gig. Dude. I could kind of I know. You could, yeah, you could totally do that. Yeah. Like give me five bucks in and like just, twenty years. You I can just flick move to salt on them. Italy. And, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I want to. I want to go to Italy anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah, that would that would be uh, that'd be a pretty good gig. Give being me five cra- bucks, kid. Be the crazy southern Cinque, Italian Cinque. salt throwing guy. Yeah, yeah, I want to be the crazy Italian mm. salt throwing guy. All right, a Jewish superstition that is, if you sneeze, you need to pull on your left ear while you do it, because in old times it is believed. Uh, well, they say. That people would sneeze and then die. So pulling your ear is like pulling your soul down to your body to make sure it doesn't escape when you're sneezing. Wait, your soul escapes when you sneeze? Yeah, haven't you ever heard that? No, uh-uh. A little piece of you just dies every time you sneeze. What? Mm-hmm. I sneeze a lot. Uh-oh. Oh, I'm allergic to everything. Um, huh. No, I've never heard that one. Where was this? Uh, that one is a Jewish superstition. Jewish superstition. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. And uh, this one was weird. I've never heard of this. Uh this is a woman who's saying this. She says, my son's father's family's from the Middle East. Since my son was born, we've never been allowed to take him under the trees at night because they fear that spirits will go inside of him. Wait. Under okay. the trees, Middle East. So yeah. in the Middle East, if you go under a tree, a spirit under a tree at night? Mm-hmm. And you're, so you just and have to avoid kid. all trees at night? Yeah, if you're a kid. What's the, uh, what's the crazy spirit that they have over there that they, that, well, that they have over there? That's like the common one. It's like a fire demon or something. I don't know. Um, There's mid- a fire demon in the Middle East? Yeah, that's what they're... Uh, I, Middle it's... East fire demon. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. If, if you're looking it up, we'll... Ifrit? Uh, what? Yeah, Ifrit. Oh, no, Jin. Jin, that's it. J-I-N-N. That's the one I'm thinking oh. of. Oh. A Jin or D-J-I-N-N. Yeah, Jin is like their, their big uh, demon thing. Said to be creatures of free will, made by smokeless fire. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, they're wicked female spirit. Oh, they're female. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Evil bitches. Yeah, that's their that's their big, uh, big horrible demon that they have. Interesting. But so, is it like those things are getting into the kids underneath the trees? Yeah, I think it, it must be. See, I would think the tree would protect you. You'd be safer under the no, tree. No, they hide in the trees, Greg. Oh. They hide in the trees. Oh. Uh, in Chinese culture, you shouldn't give someone a clock or shoes as a gift 
Because if you give someone a clock in Chinese, it sounds the same as the end. So if you give them a clock, it basically signifies that you're wishing for their death. And if you give shoes to someone, it's basically telling the person to leave your life. Wow. Well, that's really... So a clock means... you. <laughs> here's a clock. You only have so much time on yeah. this left. Or you give them shoes and tell them to leave. Yeah. Why would you waste giving a good pair of shoes to somebody you want to go away? I don't know. I mean, shoes are... That seems really passive aggressive. Like, why would you be giving someone a gift like that anyway? Yeah. All right. I like this. So superstition, um, a Lithuanian superstition is that you can't open the front door of a home belonging to someone you've known for less than seven years. Wait, you can't open the door. Say it again. I'm sorry. You cannot open the door of a home uh, of someone that you've known for less than seven years. They have to open it for so, you. So any of my <laughs> friends' houses that I've known for less than if seven years. If they say come in, you'll be like, oh, can I can't you the do door it. for me. Yep. I, I'm not allowed to open the door. Wow. I mean, that's a real pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. So what, you have to like constantly keep up to date on how long you've known somebody? Like, oh, I'm coming over. Oh, wait a minute. Nope. It's only been... Uh, Six years and four months. Sorry, buddy. I can't open this door. And then they've got to come open the door. That seems like a very annoying, annoying thing. You're not going to have a friend for seven years if you're that guy. If you're the one that's making everybody open the door for you, Mm -hmm. everywhere you go, yeah, you're not going to have friends for seven (laughs) years. You're never going to be opening doors. (laughs) Well, I do have a couple like shorter ones. So in uh, many parts of India, it's considered bad luck to wash your hair or cut your nails on a Thursday. Today's Thursday, Greg. Did you wash your hair? Yeah. Oh, I haven't. I'm actually cutting my nails tonight, too. So, <laughs> Whoa, big Don't want to brag. <laughs> Don't want to brag. It's a pretty crazy <laughs> life. In Romania, it's believed that if a woman sits on the ground without a cushion or rug underneath her, her ovaries will freeze and she will not be able to have babies. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> she sits down without a rug underneath her or a cushion, her ovaries will freeze? Yes. And she won't have babies. Where? Where's this at again? In Romania. Romania. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Uh in Ireland, it's believed that if you leave the house and immediately return to grab something that you forgot, which is, I do that constantly. Do you ever do that? What is it? Uh, when you leave your house and immediately return because you forgot something. Oh, I do that all the time. Yeah. Uh, apparently, you're supposed to sit in a chair before you leave again. So you have to go back, oh, get your thing. sounds exhausting. Sit in a chair, and then you can leave. It's bad enough that I have to leave and come back I don't even own a chair. I have a couch. You don't own a chair? No. Do you seriously not? You don't own any chairs? No. I have my couch and my How bed. How do you not have, not even like a fold-out chair? No. That's such an odd, odd <laughs> statement. <laughs> I don't own any chairs. Like not a really single have, chair. I don't own any chairs. Well, I own that chair in the green room, but I mean, it's not in my apartment, so I don't have any. Yeah, as, as being noted <laughs> in the chat uh, by Nibbles, funemploymentradio.com slash live. <laughs> Kitchen table chair? No, there's no, there's no table. chairs. Have... What do you eat? <laughs> I don't know, on the floor. <laughs> you just eat on the floor. <laughs> do you put a rug underneath you? Um, I want to freeze my ovaries. <laughs> so, well, because I don't have very so you much eat, furniture. You just eat off the ground? No, not off the ground. Like... I mean, I have a little table. Like a teeny little one, and I'll sit on the ground and eat off the table. What, like a, like a TV tray? No, not a TV tray. It's like a little wooden table thing that my, grandma gave, my grandmother gave to me years ago. Like a footstool? Not a footstool. It's a little tiny table. <laughs> so you lay on the ground. <laughs> don't lay on the ground. Stop changing that. <laughs> <coughs> I don't have a lot of space for <coughs> for furniture. Apologies. We're both sick, too. So yeah. that's just adding to it. We're, we're trying not to cough into it. It's sad and delirious. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, think a couch would pass for that? No, that's not a chair. <laughs> do I need to that's buy a, a chair just for the purpose of sitting I in it before you do. I leave again? I just think it's odd you don't own a chair. But why would Never I Never have I ever heard anyone make that statement before. <laughs> I don't own any chairs. Who the hell doesn't own a chair? Well, I mean, I, I don't need a chair in my apartment. I can eat on the couch or on the bed. <laughs> it's on the bed, isn't it? It's on the bed. Be honest. I eat on the bed. Do you do everything on the bed? Is that what? What kind of question is that? Well, I mean, as far as like, is that just where you? It's kind of my. It's kind of my hangout. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of where. <laughs> wow. Rick says in the chat, Sarah's chair is the floor. <laughs> I think we're all a little confused in the... how this works. But... My chair is usually the bed. What I'll do is I'll. 
Sit on the bed. Is Sarah's apartment just a bare mattress in the middle of the room with a swinging light bulb overhead? <laughs> now that's how I picture it. And then there's a really messy kitchen. And then that's, yeah, and just like no, it's a small random apartment. paper plates all over the floor so, I mean, and like bottles of much, wine. How much furniture do I really need? I'm trying to think of all the furniture I have. So I have a bedside table. <coughs> I have a bedside table, a couple chests of drawers, three or, yeah, three, and a bookshelf. And a bed and a couch and a coffee table. I don't really have that much. I'm very low maintenance. Wow. And then just a very filthy kitchen. Okay, can you stop saying the very filthy kitchen? Well, part? I mean, it's part of it. I mean, if people are trying to make a mental picture of your apartment with mm-hmm. the mat, with the mattress on the floor in the middle of the room and the empty wine bottles all surrounding it. Chunks of mac and cheese. Are you spying on me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Finally, here, I'll just do one more and then then we'll be done. Um, Let's see. In Greece, it's said to never give a boy a haircut during a full moon. Otherwise, he'll be bald later in life. So any of you you baldies out there, your mom gave you a haircut during a full moon, and that's why. Huh. Mm -hmm. That's a real strange one. How do they correlate that? I mean, how did that ever come How about? How do they correlate any of these? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying over here. I'm just the night. throwing pasta at the wall, hoping it's going to stick. Is that what you do in your apartment for fun? I <laughs> just do. throw pasta at the wall? <laughs> um, huh. Okay. So if you get a haircut during a full moon, you're going to go bald. Yes. All right. Well, good to know. Yeah. What about if it, during the day or just at night? Uh, Greg, I don't know. I okay. don't know the specifics, Greg. Can you stop being such a nuisance? I'm just trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Trying to get to the bottom of the situation here. Yeah. To understand it. Now, I can't think of uh, any other... I can't think of any other... Um... I didn't think about the fact that I don't own a chair. That's just never crossed my mind. Yeah. I guess you that don't is own kind a of chair. weird. It's a strange. I don't really have people over, though. Like, I don't need a chair. Yeah. But Nobody had... comes to visit you. No. What if somebody did? Where would they sit? I don't invite people over. Okay. So there's no guests. Do you have like a beanbag? Mm-mm. You just there's lay on the ground. There's a couch that I've never sat on. It's just a the couch that I've lugged around with me what, for 12 years that I just throw clothes on. <sighs> yeah, you're right. My only piece of furniture is basically my bed. I, I I'm going to get you a folding chair for I don't want a folding chair. Well, I think you need to... I don't have I any room for one. a folding chair in my apartment. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's time. Uh, Edward says, never make your home too inviting to guests. Exactly. No, I never... The, I, I don't mind having people over when I live in a bigger place, but the place I've, I live in now is just uh-huh. too tiny. Uh-huh. Too tiny. All right. I'm just going to keep on going, Greg. Yep. Just gonna keep on keeping on. If I slow down, I'm going to cry. Hello, my friends. Greg, hi. Hi. How are you doing over there? Doing good. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillen. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, did you know that NASA has a thing called the Space Poop Challenge? The Space Poop Challenge. Yes, they had a Space Poop Challenge, and they have now announced the winners of their Space Poop Challenge uh, to develop a solution to help astronauts safely expel physical waste in space suits in their space suits in space wait well they're in space in their space suits okay so they're pooping in space they're pooping in space and so nasa called this the space poop challenge and uh they used a crowdsourcing site uh nasa awarded a total of thirty thousand dollars worth of prizes to five members of the public including two doctors a dentist and an engineer so currently, I would think that it would be a little more high-tech than this, but do you know what astronauts use right now to poop in space? I assume there's some kind of like a vacuum system. They wear diapers. Oh, really? Astronauts currently wear diapers while conducting launch and... and whenever I think of astronauts and diapers, of course, you just think of that story about the astronaut lady who drove across the country in diapers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. So I guess, yeah. I thought there was some kind of like a vacuum tube thing where... No, I thought so too. It, you know, you let so it when, out and then it just uh, scoops it up for so you. So when astronauts are in space uh, doing entry activities and in space activities, um, which require the use of a space suit for about 10 hours at a time, so when they're doing that, they wear diapers. I mean, I guess, well, you mean when they're outside of the space station? 
Well, I guess when they're doing walks outside. And entry activities. Well, but they're wearing the suit for 10 hours at a time, so I don't know if they're in Okay, suit. now I get it. What? How do you get it? Well, because if you're outside of the spaceship, yeah, then sure, you gotta have a diaper. I don't think they're outside of the spaceship for 10 hours at a time. Oh, no, they might be. That's They're true. doing maintenance and work. Really yeah. What, yeah. What's your point of reference? What's this? your point of reference? I I think I read a lot more about space things than you do. Okay, just because you read like graphic novels about that stuff. Not or graphic watch, novels. Like, I go to space.com. Or you watch I, Battlestar Galactica. I follow NASA. Uh huh. I read up on the NASA reports when they put things out. Well, NASA has begun to say. Well, then how did you not know that the astronauts wore diapers? That just seems basic. Well, I you just don't sink that. down to that level to talk about those. So. Well, NASA began to seek a more high-tech solution that would provide a healthy or, or protective option for astronauts to expel waste for long uh, for periods of time longer than one day as they begin to travel uh, beyond low Earth orbit. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, uh, let's see. A family practice physician you know what that means. and flight surgeon below Earth orbit? Low Earth, not below Beyond low Earth orbit. That means out further into space. Yes. Yeah. So I do know what it means. I figured it out. Yeah. Kristen no, notes didn't. in the uh, live chat, doesn't Greg imagine he's in space so he can fall asleep? It is true. I build a spaceship with oh my, my God, uh, I forgot about your pillows and my blanket. Okay. Wow, I really All right. So Thatcher that card. <laughs> hey, ladies. Want to go for a ride in my spaceship? Okay. Thatcher uh, Cardon, an Air Force... Officer, family practice physician, and flight surgeon claim the top prize of $15,000 for creating, uh, let's see, a perennial access and toileting system design. Uh, so inspired by a minimally a invasive... Toileting system. A toileting system. Mm-hmm. All right. So his design allows astronauts to change their underwear and pass such items as inflatable bedpans and diapers through a small airlock in the suit. So they can actually transfer it outside of their suits. Oh, all right. Yeah. So everyone, uh, the vacuum another one system. Yeah, another one uh, developed. Yeah, a vacuum system, air powered vacuum system to push waste away from the astronaut's who, body. Who just put said it, something like and that? And store it in different parts of their suit. Well, yeah, you gotta have a little <laughs> poop pocket. Where would the poop pocket be? On the back. What, like on your lower back? Yeah, it zips it off. Yeah, yeah, like a little clear plastic box. Why would you want it to be clear? I don't know why, but I think it's got to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> no, it you make be sure it, uh, everything was deposited safely. What? I don't want to go, Steve. <laughs> your box is full. Steve, your your poop sack's <laughs> looking a little, <laughs> a little full. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, they're going to take the top ideas and create a system that will actually be used in space, so that the astronauts don't have to wear diapers anymore. Okay. Emergency responders in Britain and Croatia are calling on romantic. Croatia, pa- I like Croatia. Uh, on romantic partners to be careful. When yes again. There's that new Fifty Shades of Grey. What is it called? What's uh, the new one? Fifty Darker. Fifty Darker or whatever. Shades of Grey. Or? Fifty Shades Darker. There okay. it is. All right. So uh, the Zagreb Fire Department in Croatia said that the combination of Valentine's Day and the release of Fifty Shades Darker, which is the second film in the Fifty Shades of Grey series, is likely to lead to some embarrassing calls from emergency assistance because it happens every time a Fifty Shades of Grey movie comes out. What so are they doing nice. in this one? How do they make it dark? Uh, I think I watched part of the first one with like a group of people just because it was funny. I just read some, uh, but some I don't really recall. It was like it. whips or something. So what are they going to do in it's this like one? Bonded. It's like bonded. It's like S and M stuff, I think. Okay. All right. So um, yeah. So they're warning people uh, to be careful and to know how you're going to be using your leather whips, chains, and handcuffs as to not get trapped in them. Uh, the London Fire Brigade uh, released something. I remember talking about this a couple of years ago. They had a campaign called Fifty Shades of Red, encouraging uh, bondage-curious lovers to exercise caution, and says in the past five years that they've seen $1 million in taxpayer funds being spent on emergency incidents stemming from sex-related predicaments. Like, what are the predicaments? Well, oh, they said, I've got myself in a sex-related predicament again. They said that they've responded to at least 102 handcuff-related incidents in the what, past they five lo- years. Lose the keys or something? Lose the keys. I think just get stuck in them. And at least 810, I guess, different types of rings have had to be removed from various body parts on people. If you... Oh. And, they, and the brigade says, if it doesn't fit, don't force it. Well, exactly. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> so uh, be careful when you're all inspired with that 50 shades. I, that sounds like a nightmare to go to the theater and watch it. Like, you see all these, like, titillated women in there. Squirming around. Squirming. All, no, that's so gross. All wriggling around. Stop it. Just wriggling. No. 
Ew. I wonder, like, how many sex toys people have brought into that movie. I wonder if they pass them out like 3D glasses. What, they just hand you some when you walk in? <laughs> They're like in the plastic wrap and then you just deposit them back in the recycling bin when you're done. <sighs> Craig, they don't really do that. I can tell you're not listening to me. No, but now I'm just the, just the thought of that. I suppose it's good marketing, though. Mm-hmm. Ew. No, that would... No. That was not no. supposed to be how that ended. Yeah. All right. Do you like Taco Bell? <laughs> you heard of this? Taco Bell? Like Taco Bell? Like Taco Bell? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Uh, Taco tra- Bell's I fine. I am falling I'm... apart in all the ways right now. Yeah. Uh, can you mute me for a second, Blumen? Yes, yes, yes. Just uh, <laughs> give me the headset. That's a attractive radio right now. Just turn that up. I have... I have never felt more sexy. Yep. Uh, yes, I have been to Taco Bell. I know what you're talking about. I've heard of this Taco Bell. <laughs> You've heard of this Taco Bell yeah. thing. Well, fans, like Greg Nibbler of Taco Bell, will soon be able to have their very own taco-filled weddings in Las Vegas. Yes, Greg, after you woo that special someone up into your spaceship, you can take her to Vegas and marry her at a Taco Bell. Get married at the Taco Bell in Vegas. Yes, Taco Bell. That is the most depressing (laughs) statement. I don't think it's... It's kind of... Oh, you're... pretty depressing. You want to be wooed to the Taco Bell. Well, I mean, everybody knows that Taco Bell can be delicious sometimes. Well, yeah, it's shameful. Well, let me tell you... All right, you don't even know what a Taco Bell wedding uh, consists of yet, so why don't you just hold your horses and let me me tell you about this. So, yeah, so, so... Taco Bell has announced that it will hold wedding ceremonies at its Las Vegas Strip Cantina location. It's they have a cantina? Ex- yeah, I know where I'm going next time. I mean, not Where's to get it married, at on the Strip? I, I was just know. down there. I didn't see this Taco Bell Cantina. Yeah, so for $600... <laughs> 600 bucks to get married at a Taco Bell? A Taco Bell fans can have a full wedding ceremony uh, complete with an officiant from a pop-up wedding company named Flora Pop. I don't know what that is. I just give them a plug for no reason. The package. So let me tell you what the 600 smackers gets you. Not only do you get to get married at Taco Bell. Are you like just in line? Is the is the person behind the counter? No, like the, they said uh, the no. Reverend? It's a pop-up. No, there's an officiant from a pop-up wedding company. Well, yeah, but that's what I mean, though. Do they stand behind the like at the counter? Like you go These up to are order. All excellent questions. I'd like uh, yeah, the naked chalupa. I'd like uh, some fiery nachos. And also, I'll take a wife. Huh? And then they... Stop. Sir, that will cost you $7 and one ring. And then they hand you the ring. What is wrong with you? I, I think I want to do this now. I think you could write a Lifetime movie about I think this. I probably could make this work. I think work. you just did. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So with your $600 Taco Bell marriage package, this is what you get. You get a taco 12-pack. Whoa, but wait. Wait, that's all you get? There's more. 12 tacos? A Taco Bell garter belt. Taco Bell-themed bow tie. A sauce packet wedding bouquet. (laughs) Wait, it's a wedding bouquet of just sauce packets? I'm like, they're hot, medium, mild, or... I just picture it like duct taped together, and they slap a bunch of sauce in there. I mean, they don't really have to put forth a lot of effort. $600 is what we're talking about here. Uh, Greg, but there's still more. (laughs) So I'm sorry, I already told you about the 12-pack of tacos. I already told you about the Taco Bell garter. Taco Bell bow tie. Of course, the delicious sauce packet wedding bouquet. You also get matching Taco Bell Just Married t-shirts. Plus, Taco Bell champagne flutes. And, wait for it, a Cinnabon Delights wedding cake. There you go. How does this add up to $600? Well, let's see. Taco 12-pack, that's like, what, $5? Taco Bell garter, it's like 200 Vegas, figure it's 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the Taco Bell chief marketing officer, Marissa Thalberg, who's quite pleased with herself, said, couples can come right in and order a wedding off of our menu in a town. No- oh, my God, Greg, you were right then. They can order a wedding off yeah. the menu. So that's how you surprise her. Anyway, let's go get some Taco Bell, and then boom, surprise, wedding. And in her puntastic press release, she goes on to say, In a town known for pulling out all the stops, we think this will be the most craveable matrimonial (laughs) matrimonial experience to ever hit Vegas. Uh, Chris in the live chat just posted a picture of the Taco Bell cantina. It's next to Planet Hollywood. I was, man, I was at Planet Hollywood. I really missed out by not going to the Taco Bell cantina. 
Why did you not go to the Taco Bell Cantina? I don't know. When I'm in Vegas, all I eat is like the fast food there because everything else is so expensive. I tried uh, White Castle for the first time when I was down there. How was that? It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. I mean, why did you? Why in God's name did you try White Castle when there's a fucking In and Out down there? Uh, the In and Out was too far from where I was. Okay. And I didn't want to pay for it's a cab. Worth it. I don't. Okay, I've had In and Out, and I know this is like sacrilegious. What's what's the big deal? Oh, it's good. I mean, but we also have Burgerville, and we're kind of spoiled here because Burgerville's amazing. Yeah. Um, I don't I really like it. White Castle was fine. They're the really small burgers, Yeah, right? it's like sliders. They're kind of like sliders. Sliders. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's good. <laughs> Keelan said, shut your face, Greg. White <laughs> Castle is amazing. In and out is totes overrated. I, a, don't ever type totes again. Um, <laughs> but He just said it again, <laughs> totes. <clears throat> Sorry for the coughing. Yeah, uh, that was yeah. coughing at the same time. Uh, Rick in the chat says that White Castle in Vegas is full of the drunkest people ever. Oh yeah, yeah. I was one. Of, I started off my day. That was the day we were snowed in, and I couldn't leave Vegas. So that's where I went for lunch was White Castle, and then later on that day I did my shame trip by myself. Sure. My, my self-guided uh, tour of the Strip, and had drinks and scotches along the way. All the way back. And by the time I got back near there, I was like, well, I'm right back at White Castle. Time to, <laughs> time to swing by again. That was how I was in Vegas, but with McDonald's. Because I would get the... Um, I could even... Oh, Vicky says White Castle ruins everything with pickles. You just ask for no pickles. Oh, okay. No, I had uh, I ate multiple rounds of chicken nuggets from McDonald's because they were like... Because I kept spending all my money, you know, buying other things. And I, when it would come time to the end of the day, I'm like, well, fuck, I don't want to spend a lot of money on food. So I think I bought like at least three or four different rounds of the twenty-piece chicken nuggets from How McDonald's. Many? At a time, or just during throughout the day, you no, stop no. back in there. Well, I'm gonna load back up on chicken gotta nuggets. Get more of my chicken nuggets. You have like a little pouch on the side. <laughs> and as you go through, I'm gonna pouch. fill them back up. <laughs> I had my fanny pack full of chicken nuggets. <laughs> Bring around. You would have a fanny pack full of chicken nuggets. I could see that. I. Kind of want a fanny pack full of chicken nuggets. <laughs> Just snacking on them throughout the day. <laughs> <coughs> oh, it feels good to laugh. All right, so uh, Greg, once you find that special someone, you can go to Vegas and take that special relationship to the next level. Mm. That was a creepy noise. I was trying to make a Taco Bell pun, but I couldn't come up with one. So you just mm. creepily groaned? <laughs> I do like tacos. I like the nacho ones. Doritos. Tacos. That's your really crazy. I'm not going to lie. When I was sick, I went to Taco Bell and it was in shame food mode. And I got one of those chicken things. I wasn't going to admit that to anybody. Wait, the chicken, the, the thing with the, sh- the shell yes. made out of chicken. You ate one of those? Yes. Oh my god! It's wanting- my shame thing. It's like when I go get when I do get Taco Bell, it's pretty rare. But when I do get it, oh, oh, yeah. it is too. It uh-huh. is pretty rare. It's so rare. It's just super rare. I just I don't, just happened to I just don't recently do eaten food, there. So I don't know. I like to put good things into my body. Uh, no, I, I'll go. I've actually consciously made an effort not to go there very often. Um, but well, today, I did Greg I and I got Burgerville because today is a big. Well, don't admit day. that. See, now you're just admitting we're in, things. We're having sad day, so you know what? We can shove our faces All right, full sad of delicious day you do burgers. Get to, yeah. to do that. Because we didn't eat anything for the past two days. So, yes, Burgerville is necessary and delicious. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're mm. right. Okay. But, but anyway, yeah, I tried one. Tell me about one. that thing. Um, it's all right. It's all right. It's like a chicken strip, and they, and they fold it in half and put meat on it. But, I mean, describe it better. Well, that's that is it. It's a <laughs> big, flat chicken strip they fold in half. And then they, they put taco filling and in. They put the taco so, filling in. What did it taste like? It tastes like fried chicken and taco meat. Was it good? It's all right. On it's a scale right. of zero, like I, one it, being I'll the be worst, honest. ten being delicious. I'll be honest. I, it's not my favorite thing. It's not that it tasted bad. Everything tasted like it should. It's just I don't think it's for me. What would you give it? One through ten. Ten being uh, the best. for me personally. Yes. Uh, I'd give it a seven. Seven, that's still a pretty high six, score. Six, maybe. Six to the six, seven range? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But it, when my, if I'm going there, I like to maximize what I'm getting because I'm like, I'm here, get exactly oh, what yeah. I want. You can't just have to. Which is a nacho it. cheese chalupa. No, you have to do it. Like, if you've made the commitment, like, just do it. 
Mm, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Nacho cheese chalupa and a chicken quesadilla. No, because don't try to pretend like it's something it's not. Like when people go to fast food and they'll be like, oh, I'll just get it like a side salad. It's like, you don't get a salad at Taco Bell. Just, no. You're going to love my salad. No. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Commercial. Yeah, there's commercials. <laughs> You're going to love my salad. <laughs> You're going to love my salad. Um, oh God. Anyway. All right. Hey, so we do have a birthday today, Greg. Yes, and we have a couple of important things we do we sure need to bring do. up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, uh, you want to talk about the birthday yes, first? Yes, I want to wish a very happy birthday from us here at Fun Employment Radio and our pal Patch to Paul Vinko. Paul. Happy birthday, Paul. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Did you just get the abbreviated version right there? What happened there? I, it's a new iTunes. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. There we Sorry, go. Sorry, management has come down into these podcasts. So we need to trim out some things. So we're <laughs> trimming out the middle of the happy birthdays from now on. <laughs> Try to cut down on some time. Um, we do need to say this. And since we have been out the last couple of days... We have an event coming up, and it's a week from today. A week from today. So it'll be February 23rd. We are having another one of our Fun Employment Radio bingo nights. We would love to see as many people as possible come out. Um, It would be awesome. I think by a week from now, we'll be be ready to hang out. And I want to have a hug. Yeah. 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 And if you see, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not in a good mental headspace right now. No, neither of us are. Yeah. Um, but, but, but by next, next week, week, I want to give all of you hugs and hang out and have drinks. and. So it's going to be at Landmark Saloon, which is... 4847 uh, Southeast Division. 4847 Southeast Division. Our co-sponsors for this event are going to be Reka Vodka, who we had last time. And then also, uh, we've got a new one from the people that brought you Not Your Father's Root Beer. And Not Your Father's Ginger Ale. And Not Your Father's Ginger Ale, which we've had those ones before from Small Town Brewing. I am so excited to try this one. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty good. I think it's, it's going to be great. Not Your Mother's Iced Tea. So it's a it's a brewed it's made with real tea, and it has alcohol in it. <laughs> Basically, that's yeah. the best way to describe it. Mm-hmm. Um, best poured over ice or chilled. It says so. We're gonna have that out there. Awesome. Not your mother's iced tea, which will be part of the the sponsorship for that night. So we'll have those and vodka. Maybe you can combine the two. Mm-hmm. That sounds dangerous, but delicious, but delightful, dangerously yes. delicious. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's gonna be on February twenty third at the Landmark Saloon. Would love to see as many people as possible that can come down there. That would be great. Oh, I'm just reading about this right now. So not your mom's iced tea. So it's brewed with tea from India and lemon juice. That's oh. That sounds amazing. Yeah, that sounds really good. Yep. Um, and they'll have, I think they'll still have some of the root beer there too. Oh, yeah. But uh, not your mother's iced tea from small So please, I'm, I'm going to make a Facebook event. Um, sorry, the things We've have been a little bit slow cracks. on promoting um, it, so that's why we really want to yeah, get the so word Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and create a Facebook event today. So please, uh, if you see it on our Facebook page, of course, like us if you haven't already. Facebook, uh, we're at Fun Employment Radio, exclamation point. Um, I'm going to make an event. So RSVP, let us know that you're going to come. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, one other thing we wanted to bring up, just again, because we missed the last couple of shows, H&R Block. Yes. It's time to get your taxes done. So definitely go to H&R Block. They are the people who handle our taxes every year. We go to Gilbert. Uh, Gilbert's our guy. And you can actually set up an appointment with Gilbert, too, if you'd like to. Uh, you can do that. He's very nice. He has such a soothing voice. Gilbert is. Well, he's good at what he does, mm-hmm. and he doesn't make you feel like an idiot for not knowing. Well, he's that. not smarmy. No, he's not. I mean, no, that's what, like, okay. I mean, to be blunt, that's just it, because he's not like somebody who's trying to take advantage of you. He's somebody who's genuinely trying to help you. Yeah, yeah. He just honestly wants to, wants to help you out. Mm-hmm. And so that's why going to Gilbert is always... Fantastic. You can go to H&R block, or hrblock.com. Yep. And you can also go uh, call them at 503-233-0447. 503-233-0447. And you can set up an appointment wherever you are to have Gilbert handle your taxes. All right. Um, <sighs> thanks so much, everybody. Yeah, we're just going to leave the show today. the way it is today. I mean, you can't hide emotion, so. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but we want to thank you so yeah, much for, you. for tuning in and being a part of our lives. This is the best I've felt in yeah, days. yeah. I mean, if if you see us over the next few days, we're probably gonna be a little sad. Um, but please come up and say hello, and uh, and probably won't want to talk about it. Yeah, probably not. I it's, mean, I'm just being honest. Yeah, it's gonna be a. Yeah. I can't talk about it without bursting into tears. So. No, no, it's very hard. Yeah, it's very, very hard. But just thank you to all of you for your support and for hanging out with us and for um, letting us take that break and for yeah. being here today when we got back. We. This makes me happy. Yeah. This is this is good. Definitely. I'm really glad that we're here, and we're glad that you're here with us. And yeah. Thank you. Uh, absolutely. And if we've been a little slow on getting back to emails, we'll get back to that. We'll and I'm the... also going to be mailing out the tote bags today. Yeah. Tote bags will ship. Mm-hmm. So you'll have those. Um, 
And anything else that, that's missing shipping-wise, we'll make sure all that's taken care of. Yes. If you have anything else, send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Now send us an email. Oh, yeah. And thanks to everybody who got the tote bags because as of now, they're all sold out. Uh, so oh, are, wow. Okay, yeah, so that's so they it. They are gone. All right. Well, we'll be doing more short-run items like this, but that just says they do sell. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, get on that. All right. Uh, yes, give us a call, 503-575-9120. <laughs> Bingo night Trying next to remember week, everything Thursday, else. Thursday, February 23rd, 6 p.m., free to play. Yes, all of that. Come hang out. I'll be live on Digital Trends at 2.30 p.m. today. If you, anybody wants to tune into that, that would be fun. Yeah. We have some good topics on there, so... That'll be cool. Throw your support behind, Greg. Yeah, that'd be fun. Cool. And uh, words. I'm saying words. We love you all. We do. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio.com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.